grow yourself and grow your marriage. Chris and Jonna here with the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. This is episode... This is a bonus episode. A bonus episode? Look yeah. at us. Look at us. We are so... Getting it. We are so much back in the swing of things that we're even throwing in extra episodes for y'all. Yes. Here's the funny thing. I just realized this. So we're down in the basement right now. And uh, my mom, she's upstairs with the kids. But we didn't tell her we were podcasting, did we? <laughs> we just... We literally just... We literally just jumped on. So there could be... I mean, there could most definitely be an interruption at any point in time here. Our normal caveat right there. Yes. But disclaimer, I mean. Yeah, so we'll see if we even get through this. But if you're hearing this right now, that means we launched it. <laughs> so welcome to the party. And it and it, a party it is. We have big news. We have another podcast room again. At the old house, we had a podcast room. We moved here. We haven't really had a set podcasting space since living in this new house and uh we kicked the kids out of their barbie room mm-hmm. there's a story behind that but uh you know we might as well tell it right so the story behind that is yeah this is a bonus episode there's no rules yeah the reason this is a podcast studio now is because <laughs> we told the kids you're gonna hear us coughing a lot by the way we're just getting over being sick but we told the kids well john told the kids hey clean up the basement and before we went to bed, she was like, girls, did you clean the basement up? And I was like, let me check. So I went downstairs, checked out the basement. Oh, man. We should make the uh, the artwork of this episode hmm? a picture of our basement. I'm not sure people would even click on it. They'd be like, what is that? Exactly. It was a disaster. The girls decided in their little bar. So we had a room. So there's a big playroom in our basement and then there's a smaller room next to it that we thought was a good idea to give them for like Barbies and Polly Pockets and stuff that we don't want the little boys messing with. Well, in their Barbie room, they decided to make snow because, you know, it was almost Christmas. Duh. Like, well, let's make snow. They made snow by de-stuffing mm. a teddy bear. Not just any teddy bear. Not just any teddy bear. The teddy bear that I had gotten when I was pregnant with Lola, our first, our oldest, and it had her heartbeat from her very first ultrasound in it. Lola owes me like 50 bucks. How, and, much, how much was a teddy bear? Yeah, that stupid thing was expensive. Yeah. And I got roped in first time mom. So out of all the teddy bears that she could have de-stuffed. The, the thing is. I'll give them credit. Creative to use yeah. the stuffing for snow. But out of all of them. Had to be the one with her heartbeat in it. Yeah, her excuse was that the batteries were dead on that, anyways. So yeah, so yeah. So anyways, because of that, we just really got fed up with. Well, hang on. Here's what happened. Okay. Because of that, I told Lola. I was like, I was like, girls, this basement is a disaster. Clean it up. And Lola, our oldest, looked at me with a sassy look on her face, and she goes, "Well, we just don't like to clean." And just like turned her head and whipped her hair. And I was like, oh, no, you didn't. So. Wait, I, you got one of those sound effects for that? Um, nope. Nope. 
Yeah. Oh, no, you didn't, Lola. No, that's so nope. tacky. Nope. All right, that's fine. We okay. Don't, we don't. We're done. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> We're going to turn that off. Are we? Are we done? Okay, so anyway, Lola did that, and I made them clean the whole basement. And once it was done, they were, you know, every kid who cleans their space is like, oh, I'm really looking forward to playing in this space the next day. So they go to bed. Lids hold, do they know? Mom and dad stay up for an extra, what, hour? Oh, at least. Hour or two? Literally cleaned out every single solitary toy to their name, out of the playrooms, into the storage room. You couldn't find a Barbie shoe, homie. Nope. We took all, and this was probably like, what, two weeks before Christmas? Yep. We took all their toys, except for, you know, the boys' toys were left pretty much. And uh, we let them have a couple here and there. But honestly, we went back and listened to, what episode was that? You just listened to the decluttering one. Oh, uh, we went back and listened to, oh man, what was it? I forget. So you just, we should have played this. Well, we didn't know we were going to talk about this. We will, we'll let you know. It was a decluttering. Link it. it was an interview episode with Ashley Stewart. That was her name, right? She, yeah, she was great. So good. We had really good chemistry with her, and she, she really had a lot of really, really good tips. Yeah, she's a professional organizer. So we went back and listened to that, and we're just like, you know what? We are. We have five children, and we are overwhelming ourselves and them by allowing them such free access to their toys. Mm-hmm. Like it might work in some households. You might think that this sounds so. I don't even know mean to take the toys, but we're going to, we're going to implement a toy rotation because kids get overwhelmed with mess just like we do. They do. And when their room, like their Barbie room would be really messy, they would slowly start taking toys to the clean rooms in the house. Not just cause they're like, Hey mom and dad, like forget your clean rooms. It's cause they can't play in here. Right. They can't focus. And so we're, we're still actually just days after Christmas and we're still in the process now with their new toys of, putting them in the storage room and kind of figuring out what this looks like. Yes. But for now, this is what this looks like. We are in a nice, cozy. We took their Barbie room and turned it into our podcast room. Chris even got a lock for the door. I did. I went to Lowe's and got a few locks, so now the kids can't uh, come in here and mess with their stuff. It can always be up and little resistance to podcasts outside of five children. Well, I was going to say, good news for you who like to listen there's, that's another uh, notch, another tick for us to... What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm, not sure. You don't, <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's another obstacle out of the yes. way is that our yes. podcast stuff can now actually just be in here and right. be set up and be ready for us to go. Yeah, because we usually have to take it down and then set it all back up and rewire everything and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, it's just it's a hassle. So, okay. What's so special about this bonus episode? We're going to get deep. Yep. So I was at Walmart looking for Christmas stuff. I saw a game made by the makers of that What Do You Meme game. Mm-hmm. That. Um, and it was called Let's Get Deep. It's a it's a conversation. What does it say? Questions for couples. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then I didn't buy it. And then I told Chris the next time we were at the store. I was like, hey, I'm going to spot this for you. He's like, oh, yeah. We should get that. Like that's content, that's man. Content, because sometimes you guys have heard the episodes before. <laughs> I'll hop on Pinterest or something, and be like, oh, questions to ask your spouse, right? And so now we have an actual game here. It's really just questions. It's not exactly a game. But the cool part about <clears> it is there's there's three layers to it. So there's three cards. 
First one is called the icebreaker. Second is called a deep card. And the third is called the deeper card. So let's just do it. Let's just roll through some of these cards and see where where this goes. All right, so here's how to play. Ladies first. Well, it says the person who most recently sent a text to their partner is the first one to draw a card. Mm, I was at the store earlier, and I think I probably text you. You know it. Probably asked you something. Uh, nope. You said about to lay Lukey down, just making sure he's out. Oh, all right. All right. Go ahead. Pull from whichever deck you prefer, and I, oh, okay. So I can answer. I can answer and ask the question as directed. We can take turns reading, answering the same question, or we can just take turns with new questions. It's up to us. Okay. I'd like to do icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Deep and deeper, and then switch. Right, but do we both want to answer the same card? Uh, maybe. Okay, got it. Let's see. Icebreaker number one. <laughs> Shower in the morning or at night, Chris? Oh, dang. Um, I would... Wait. Are you... You're supposed to be answering this. I'm asking you. Oh. I drew the card. Okay. Morning or night? There's no afternoon? No, these are the questions. Okay. What should you prefer? Uh, probably night. Night. Yeah. Personally. I would have said that. <coughs> I don't really care. I just like to take a hot shower. Simple question. Go to the next card. Now you go to the next card. Okay. This what? is the deep card. What's something that comes easily to you? Something that comes easily. To me, what comes easily? Not to answers you? to this question. Um, I don't know. You're sp- I'm learning about you. I I, know. I can't Are answer we on a for date you right now. You're or? you're looking at me like what comes easily to me. That's not fair. That's not what okay. this game is about. I was like, that would make it better actually. This if game we're answering no, for each other. Yeah, no. So this game is about you. I learning about each other. Okay, something more. that comes easily. I, what, I'm, what am I just naturally good at? Hospitality. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. Hospitality. Yeah, you're very, very hospitable. I'm just naturally good at wanting to take care or serve or take care of others. Yeah. That's good. That does come. And I was, I was thinking drawing because we were talking about earlier. I'm not really good at drawing, but I'm not, I'm not bad at it. That was in my head. Yeah, I, I agree. Super good. Okay. Do you want to? Answer the same question. Hmm. What comes easily to me? Um, I would say sports. Easily. What about easily? Beating, beating your friends. <laughs> beating my friends? No. Not easily. Um, just trying to get a rise. Just, just get a rise. Um, what comes easily to me? I mean, I guess there are some times where there are decisions in business or strategy that just pop in my head and just make so much sense to me. And then I'll like speak to you about it or something. And you will say something along the lines of that's not common sense to everybody. Oh yeah. So maybe, maybe sometimes business strategy can uh, just kind of flow for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Experience base. Yeah. I'll say it. Yeah. Uh, same with like fitness back when that was your profession. There's so many things thing. you would say that like, they were fit. common sense. All right, so now deeper card. We go all the way. So we go. we did that fast. Yeah, 
We're trying to get through a lot of cards here. Speed dating here. Yeah, yeah. Deeper. So this is the deepest level. Mm-hmm. If we switched lives for a day, oh my god! What do you think I would do first? <laughs> what? <laughs> god. <coughs> I'm not editing that out. I'll say apparently laughing triggers cough. If Go we ahead. switch lives for a day, what do you think I would do first as Chris? Man. Um, I mean, I think you'd probably look on top of the fridge <laughs> because you've never been able to see on top of the fridge. And on a chair? In my estimation, I think that would just be something that you'd go right to. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, that's not very deep, but I mean, that's fair because it is weird to me that that's a lot of people's view that y'all can see things like that are high up. Yeah, there you go. Okay, but what would I do in your life for a day, not necessarily your body? What would you do in my life for a day? Well, you always make, in in your moments of being a little sassy, you'll make comments like it's must be nice to have the freedom to leave and mm-hmm. come and go as you please and yada, yada, yada when yeah. you're ball and chain to the children. Oh, yeah, I'd certainly just get up and go and not say nothing to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I would just trust that all the people are taken care of. Yeah, that, you probably would. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'll go work out, drink some coffee. I don't know what you do. Just, I certainly wouldn't put up with your brother's BS all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so, okay. That's it's okay. He's not listening anytime soon. I know. So what would you do? What's the fir- Oh, I'm supposed to say what's the first thing you would do as me? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you would definitely look down your shirt. <laughs> oh, for person. sure. 100%. You would definitely feel what it was like I'd to be like, have. This is great. <laughs> chest yep breasts yep 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 <laughs> you're not wrong um i don't know you'd probably bang your head against the wall oh it'd be honestly. rough i mean first off to go from roughly six foot to four eleven <laughs> and I'm five foot yeah i mean i always say it i have i have yeah it would be wild to switch lives with you for a day just to just to wake like you know if we're both in the house at the same time and the kids need something, they always go to you. <laughs> it doesn't matter I mean, if I'm showering or not. She could like, be doing anything. I could be sitting with my mouth open, staring at the wall, <laughs> and the kids will not ask me if they can have a cheese. I could be next. I could be, Chris could be, in the I could be putting magnets on the refrigerator, and the kids will not, will literally go to mom and be like, can I have a cheese stick? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's the thing. Like, you have taken care of our kids, just, obviously. Just learn to set boundaries. Man. And Okay. <laughs> and you have taken care of all of them by yourself, oh, but yeah. you've never done it like me. No. I should just give you a taste of it. Oh, it's brutal. I'll go to no. work for, I'll go we'll to go work to the for next you card. for a day. I can no. handle Mike for a whole day. I'll go to work for <laughs> you for a day. <laughs> and then you stay home all day and all night. Yep. All right. Moving on. Kay. Icebreaker. All right, you get in your own pile. Okay, here we go. What is your favorite thing to do in the fall? (laughs) Watch football. Easy. You're asking me. No, I'm asking myself. Why would you ask yourself? Okay, I'll ask you. What's your favorite thing to do in the fall? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so basic. So it's, you know, pumpkin patches. Oh, yeah. Coffees and bonfires and 
all that type of basic pumpkin spice latte. No, and, I do uh, not like pumpkin. No, I do not like those. What are those? What are those boots women used to all wear? Uggs. Uggs. They're yeah, they're that's back. right. Oh, they're back. They're back. Man, they're I, back. I just remember that. Like literally, it would be on the cusp of fall. Just a little chilly. And every woman would be like, "Oh yeah, it's time for my fall apparel." Yeah, I had fake Uggs. I actually never what? graduated to real Unbelievable. Uggs. I think it. Yeah, least. that's very service level. Okay, moving on. What's your favorite thing to do in the fall, Chris? Chris loves to watch <laughs> Michigan football, baby, and Cincinnati Bengals on Sundays. <laughs> Especially now that we're not a bad team, we're a great team. So, it's good. <laughs> Are you serious? I coughing. I, it's it's a human response to sickness. I don't know what to tell you. Deep. Yeah. What do you imagine being retired from work will be like? Oh, my gosh. That's good for you. Honestly. Seashells. Oh, gosh. We were just listening. Oh, yeah, we were. Um, I think that I will have a really difficult time retiring. I will probably, be, because I'm the type of dude that just, when I'm off of work, if I had my way, I would be gaining some type of knowledge. I feel like I will not retire per se, but I really would love to get to a point. And this is just something I just got to talk to God about. I mean, like, hey, God, I would love if I could be blessed to be able to work really hard through my 30s, maybe even early 40s, and have some level of time freedom at some point here in the next 10 to 15 years so I can not have the time and financial freedom when I'm way older and I don't have the energy or the physical body or capabilities to enjoy retirement later on. So I would like to dictate my own schedule and dictate my own Dictate my own, you know, routine and days and whatnot to a certain extent in the next uh, probably decade or so. You know, that sounds like a long time away, but can I just tell you on my Facebook memories today, do you know what we were doing this day 10 years ago? What were we doing? We were at brunch in Manhattan. Oh, dude, on that rooftop? Yeah. Oh, A decade man. ago. Man, that was so expensive. I know. Wasn't it like a hundred dollars a person? I, say, I honestly don't think we would think it was that expensive. Oh, now we were just very no, poor. It was a hundred dollars a person. I don't think. Wasn't so. I, I? I feel like it was like a hundred bucks. I remember going we there. We weren't even married. We weren't even engaged. I know, yet. and I didn't have to pay. I didn't have to pick up your I tab. Said, I don't think you paid for me. It was great. We were still dating. You could have paid for me. Well, I made sure I made it not too official, You're so still, I didn't have to pick up your tabs. You proposed in, to me like the New York. next month. Yeah. I still don't think I picked up your tabs. <laughs> I don't think you did either. That's okay. You were a poor college kid. Poor college student. kid. I was working. Yeah. I almost couldn't finish college. I had to I had to I had to really hustle through my senior year of college and in the summer and everything and work and I mean I I had to make a lot of money just to stay in school. So yeah. I remember you doing that factory job. Hard knocks, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that factory job was wild. The worst part about it was I remember getting Poison Ivy. It was like 98 degrees in that factory all the time, dude. It was wild. And I just remember getting Poison Ivy, and I was sweating everywhere, and I got it everywhere. 
And it was just the most miserable experience of my life. That's really sad. It was bad. I mean, no, I, had, I, I had it for weeks. I remember you came to visit me. I still lived at home. Mm-hmm. And you were so whiny. I was terrible. You were so whiny. But you were so hot in those like work boots. Well, thank you. In jeans and stuff. Like you looked like a real working man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I just sit behind a laptop with my jammies on. Now you just have soft <laughs> hands and pretty lips. And soft <laughs> hands, pretty lips, and sit behind <laughs> a laptop with my jammies on. You can go put those work boots on though. Huh? Nothing. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Moving on. So that was supposed to be if you retired, what life would be like. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Retired. You would. I, I mean, I you, you're practically retired. Enjoy. Are you enjoying it? I'm practically. How's it retired. gone? <laughs> right. Because I mean, you being, have a few distractions. Staying at home, being a stay-at-home mom, is not a job at all. Is that is that what we're is that what you're saying? Right. Right. No. You mean go ahead. so? I'll basically be retired when our kids move out. <laughs> Pretty much. And that's going to be very weird. I'm not, I really don't know what I'm going to do. How old will I be? Like, mm. theoretically, if Lucan actually left at 18. How old am I, I mean, the odds of us not having one boomerang kid, your kid is pretty. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, like, theoretically speaking. Except for Lola always says she's never going to move out. So does Lindley. I know. Lindley said that she will at least move next door to us. They're too like spoiled, I'm fine dude. with that. They have everything they'd ever need. I'd love for them to stay close. Eh, yeah. Well, at least at oh, that. Oh, close, yeah, yeah. Okay, at least at least at that age, they can help out around here. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really can't think. Retirement. Hmm. I don't know if that is considered retiring. Like, I wonder if I will go back to work at some point, or if you and I will continue to grow this. That would be ideal. That'd be great. That we'd still have some sort of podcast ministry or something else that we're doing i've always wanted to travel and speak don't know what about what if we had a podcast like for the next 30 years be wild and people could go back and listen Mm. to all of our episodes when we were just young and dumb that'd be so crazy i mean already already we've had this for what four years almost three three and a half 2019 july 2019 we're going into 2023 holy moly i know so already we listen to our older episodes and we're like, oh gosh, <laughs> you know, some of them, I mean, some of them we're proud of, a lot of them we're proud of, let's be real, there, there's a lot of good ones, but there's definitely some things I listen back and I'm like, gosh, we're so dumb, hmm. or we didn't know yet. Are you ready for this question? Is it your turn? I, yeah. the question is, have you ever done drugs? <laughs> Which ones? I was not ready for that question. Nope. And this is to me. See you. Have you ever done drugs, Jonna? Yes. Which ones? I think this is more of an intimate conversation, not, not uh, you're for the, the one podcast. You're the one who was like, hey, hit record. Let's see what happens. Well, I didn't know. I didn't look at the questions. Listen. Yeah, we literally opened this box, unwrapped everything right before we hit record because we figured that'd be really annoying. The coughing was already to be annoying, but the wrapping we no, took that, care that, of. This might be some like... Yeah, that's in like ASMR. ASMR. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We'll put that on Um, loop. What we'll do is we'll end the episode and we'll just loop that clip for you guys so you can fall asleep to it or something. That's good. Okay. Yeah, like Sound Machine. Yes, in my younger pre... Well, in my younger days. Your younger days? I did did try the one that's a plant. (laughs) 
hoid. I don't think I don't think there's not an H in there. <laughs> hoid. Well, all old people do the W in the like white or washer. <laughs> do they? <laughs> yeah, old people do it all the time. If you're listening, think of like your old, old people that you know, right? So maybe grandma, grandpa, somebody like that. Hoid. They always they always throw the H in there. I was um, like, is that white? <laughs> okay. Anyway, Anyways. Have you done drugs? You have. You've done the reefer. <laughs> what else have you done? <laughs> I don't think that's what it's called. Yeah. Reefer? S- smoking the reefer. Chris, you have never sounded <laughs> less. I'm going to Google if it. You're, if you are at all. So Chris doesn't even have to answer this question. No, he has never. No, I've never done drugs. Hang on. I also was a dumb college student who took prescriptions (laughs) to try to stay awake all night. There's a book called Reefer Sanity, Seven Great Myths About (laughs) Marijuana. Marijuana, okay. I'm so embarrassed. Reefer Sanity. Reefer. (laughs) Reefer. (laughs) Sorry. You sound like you've been smoking. Reefer is a slang term for cannabis dating back to at least the 1930s. Boom. Get out of here. Okay. All right. Has Chris ever done jo- drugs? Clearly not. No. I maybe took uh, some Oxycontin when I had really bad back spasms one time. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was it. Count. That was it. That's it, guys. Sorry. Nothing spicy on my end. Moving on. Back to uh, the icebreaker question. I'm seasoned chicken over here. Uh, p- pick up an icebreaker question. Oh, back to and that already. Okay. Cool. We're going like surface, a little higher, or er, er, Deeper and then deepest. Okay, go. Right. Well, you know, you got to repeat things. What's your favorite band or musical artist? My favorite band. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. You just happened to be thinking about this? Well, so I just really dig the, like, classic alternative rock. I just really do. Like, I still, every time Breaking Benjamin comes on. Chris gets a little crazy. I love it. Like, I love Breaking Benjamin. I loved Classic Crime. Uh, I like the Sick Puppies for a short time. I know some people didn't like them, we but like I like We like Nickelback, them. and we don't care what you have to say about I that. don't know that I liked Nickelback. What? Personally. Yes, you do. No, no, no. Photograph is a great song. I don't <laughs> care who you are. <laughs> Dude. Rockstar. You know, not really, but. Three Days of Grace. Three Days Grace. Boys Like Girls. Boys Like Girls. Yeah, yeah, So, you know, some of that music, I uh, definitely got uh, down to Red that. Jumpsuit Apparatus. Yeah, Jumpsuit, Red, Chevelle. Yeah. So there's some really, really good bands that I liked. I would say, like, all time, probably the people that just hit the most. Man, Breaking Benjamin just always hit for me. I just really, really always liked them. Do you know I did them. not know that? Like, I could not have answered that. that I just really liked them. Be- and especially because... When I was really getting good at drums, when I was in high school, I just played them all the time. And so I like learned their songs, and there's nothing more fun than playing. Like Worship music's great to play and everything in churches and stuff, and that could be like a really cool, powerful experience. But man, there are some songs that you just like rip out on drums. You're just like, how are my hands moving this fast? And it's just so fun. It's oh, been yeah, years. Skillet. Have you ever played any Skillet? It's been years. No, not really. Not really. But... um. I'd like to get a drum again and uh, get good again. That, that that'd just be a fun hobby again. Maybe maybe at some point, maybe playing like a little band here and there or something. 
We'll see. Ledger would love it. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that's it. Uh, I would say Breaking Benjamin or Classic Crime. Those are like my two, like, man, they always hit. I mean, I knew all those bands you liked, but I could have never said, like, here's your absolute all-time favorite. It's Breaking Benjamin. And the Breaking Benjamin drummer, um, what, like, I got to meet him. Because he, when I was training at a place in Cincinnati, as the assistant manager, he actually lived in Cincinnati. And he came in, and he was training on the same floor. And I was like, I can't believe that's the Breaking oh, yeah. Benjamin I drummer. I remember that now. Oh, it was wild. Mercy. Driving me crazy. It was wild. That's funny. Yeah. I was fangirling. 100%. You, you know, Sent by Ravens, too. Oh, they're I solid. I like Sent by Ravens. <laughs> I bet a lot of people don't even know who they are. Yeah, you, you guys should look up Sent by Ravens. Me and Jonna discovered them. Uh, and, like, literally the week we discovered them, I feel like they broke up the next week or something. It was very, very disappointing. When they played at OCU, right? Yeah. Is that, that's the September first time we heard them? Yeah. Super, super good. All right, what about you? Mm, I never, I don't know. I like all those. You I don't never have, have a you, favorite. You don't have a favorite? Kind of like best friend. You always say like, oh, that's my best friend. I'm like, what? Oh, I thought that was your best friend. And then I just figured out after years, Jonna just calls everyone her best friend and doesn't really now have my, a favorite. Now my best friends are going to be super offended by that. Exactly. That's not true. Exactly. That's not true. She has at least six best friends, but I always tell her, you can't have a best friend in six of them. You, should, you can only have one best friend. No, I've just... You go through seasons. You mean like I had different best friends in high school? What are your seasons? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Just kidding. Okay. Doesn't even make sense. <laughs> that made perfect sense, actually. I just am not a favorites type person. I don't have one specific... I'm your favorite. favorite. No, like you're not my favorite husband, so... Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. In sync, all time. In sync, <laughs> hey, in sync hits. You know, that's out. True story. The first night you and I had actually hung out. Yeah, I'm sure we've t- we've told how like I went to your dad's apartment. Mm-hmm. You were there, whatever, and we stayed up all night. We watched Tommy Boy because that was the Favorite movie Chris was obsessed with, and I had never seen it. So of course, like that's how twenty year old Chris got me to come visit. Like, oh, come over, we'll watch Tommy Boy and. But uh, I don't even know why you were playing music. I remember you sitting at his computer and I was sitting on the couch or the floor or something and you played in sync and you played this. I promise you. Yeah. And you said I played that. You played that. That's odd. I know. Maybe it wasn't the first time we hung out. Maybe it was a different time we were at your dad's. Yeah. No, but I don't, I didn't think it was that first night. Maybe. And you played that and you said something about like that was going to be your wedding song one day. And I was like assertive. I know. I was like, sold. Sold. Yes. And it was. That was our wedding song. Yeah, I was like, which, sold. I'm in. Which I will say, that was a great wedding song. I know. And, it but might like, not be original, never, but it's good. Actually, I've never heard of anybody else having that as their song. Well, I think it's pretty good. But that was like, in sync was my childhood. Yes. My favorite, like my favorite. I had an obsession. Yes. And so the fact that you were into them, I was like, okay, he either doesn't like women or he's the one exactly so. <laughs> so that was just an icebreaker question i feel like we got pretty deep there that was good yeah what makes you anxious <laughs> oh how much time do we have <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> okay it's ten forty-seven. what time will i get to bed tonight <laughs> chris i'm kidding i'm kidding 
All right. What makes you anxious, Jonna? You. I don't know. Just things. Things in life. <sighs> Other people driving my kids in the car. That yeah. Really yeah that doesn't make you anxious. Yeah. Or honestly, anytime our family is separated, I get. Really? Yeah. I, I have anxious thoughts that flood my mind of like, you know, something's going to happen to whoever isn't here with us. Hmm. The Lord not said, good. do not be anxious. I know. I I know. I pray on those things, but, you know, that is, that's my struggle. Yeah. There's yeah. really nothing else that makes me actually anxious. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I. You had like lean anxiety for a while where. Oh, it still stresses me. And I just try to. It said it that in. 275 was five miles away. You'd be like, get over. Like, <laughs> no. One mile was my rule. One if, you, if, if you know your exit is coming up within a mile and you're not in the right lane, I stress. I'm like, there's no reason to have and to cut over last minute. if you know she minute. stresses, then you cut over last minute. Right. Anxiety. Right. I, I really don't get that anxious about that much other stuff, right, though? Like, what makes me anxious? Nothing. You're annoying. I don't think I get... Um, I, I mean... Football. Like games when they're close. <laughs> I mean, I haven't had many... Moments of anxiety. I was very overworked recently. As of, I don't know, three months ago, our company took on a massive deal. And it was pretty well over capacity for the amount of people we have. And I was in charge of a large part of that. And making sure that everyone else was okay. And I was trying to hold it together for everyone else. But I did reach a point where I was like, oh, shoot, I actually feel like I'm breathing heavy. And I can't control my breathing. And I think I'm going to have an anxiety attack. I did not. Yes, you did. I didn't have an anxiety attack. I mean. (coughs) Sorry. You definitely. Yes, you could not breathe. You were like, I can't breathe. Yeah, yeah. Definitely felt like an elephant was on my chest. Because, I mean, I have a very high threshold for being overwhelmed because you know as an entrepreneur so i have a very high threshold for being overwhelmed but this was like i feel like i can handle 10x but 40 to 60x is like okay so maybe work if uh if i feel like the expectations are so unbelievably high far past my threshold and i don't feel like i'm supported in that it makes me pretty anxious i think in the moment maybe but life-wise i feel like i feel like just uh just depending on god and i mean we've been in crazy circumstances we've talked about this you know just our financial state and the things that have happened with us and you know having our car declined at aldi was just yeah that was a little those things are crazy you know and i just feel like god has been so faithful and so I don't have a reason to be anxious about circumstantial things, really. Mm-hmm. I feel very at peace frequently, mm-hmm. which is, you know, how I'm supposed to be. I lied. I thought of another one. For you? Clutter. Clutter. The yeah. house being a mess yep. makes me very yep. anxious, very stressed feeling, very overwhelmed. That's going to mean my New Year's resolution is just, I don't know. Cleaning the clutter, continuing to get rid of stuff out of this house. Yeah, we'll we'll be minimalists in this house. I'm not <laughs> sure we can do that. Yeah, that'd be odd. Um, it would just be it would be hard to do. It would. 
deepest card before. We already got kind of deep on this. I know. All right. What's a non-negotiable for you in a relationship? Oh, dang. <laughs> so that's like a very much so we're early dating. Yeah, that's a very dating question. Thing. Okay, so do you, do you want to imagine that I'm not your husband and you are, and we're talking about non-negotiables? Yeah, let's just pretend we're at our premarital counseling at Bob Evans right now. Premarital counseling. Non-negotiable. We didn't know Jack. Squat in premarital counseling. I mean, a non-negotiable, you always say this to other people, is taking your last name. Oh, I mean, look, that was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was... Uh, Which I did not but try But that's to a very surface-level thing for if we weren't married. Now, what's a non-negotiable in our relationship? I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, we are a house that serves the Lord. And we're a house that we 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 want to honor God and we want to emulate his character. So you're saying if I came to you one day and was like, I was on TikTok and now it's witch talk and, and I'd like to talk. be a witch and I'm leaving the faith and I'm going to buy some crystals, you'd be like, no. <laughs> this is I not mean, negotiable. Look. I think everyone goes through seasons. Uh, <laughs> that would maybe be a little a little extreme, but uh, I mean, look, we'd work through it. We, we'd work yeah. through your witchiness. You have to freaking do a service on me. Exorcism? No, not an exorcism. Yeah. Yeah, that would be messed up. Yeah, I if mean, I just so all of a sudden really just for me in a relationship, I mean... Us, our family, are honoring God and that being number one yeah. is a non-negotiable. Amen. You in? You in for that? I think, I think I'm already here, yeah. Icebreaker. Let's go back to uh, surface level. Do you think people are bored? We're at 38 minutes. Yeah. Are you bored? I'm if you're bored, bored uh, share this episode. <laughs> okay. What makes you feel better? When you're sick, or how do you like to be taken care of when you're not feeling well? Oh man, we should have read this a couple of days ago. Yeah, I was very sick on Christmas. What makes you feel better? I like to be taken care of, I like my head to be rubbed. She does like her head to be rubbed. Yep, I need my head to be rubbed. I like to just be, um, just if I'm like really sick. I like to be acknowledged or seen. To be acknowledged. That's a good one. Yes. I would agree. Because it's very hard as a mother to be very sick. <laughs> and we try really hard yeah. to fight through the very sickness. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I like to be, um, you know, to baby me, but I like to be taken care of. Yeah. Who, do- who doesn't? I'm sure someone out there doesn't. What makes you feel better when you're sick? For me, asleep. Uh, <laughs> That's what your body craves when you're sick. How do I like to be taken care of when I'm not feeling well? I like to sleep. Guilt free. <laughs> and, and I let you. And you do. You're great. You're great with that. All right. That was really very icebreaker-y. Okay. <laughs> go deep. Deep card. We, we pretty much just said this. What does your family value most? Yeah. That, pick another one. I already know what we about, people. What member of your extended family are you most like? 
my member of my extended family am I most like? Whoa. Yeah. That's an interesting question for me. That is, because I can't think of. I am very different from my extended family. Um, yeah, I can't really think of Some him. of their strengths are my weaknesses. Some of my weaknesses are their strengths. Uh, you just That's the, the same, same thing. thing. <laughs> Some of my strengths are their weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, we don't react the same to things. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't So know. I guess if you were to be like, who am I most like? I, mean, I guess you could say Mike because... So my brother, we sound alike. <laughs> and we have similar mannerisms. Yeah. And we're both... White. <laughs> We're both white and uh, roughly the same height, roughly the same build ish. No. No. He's like a little skinnier than me, but you know, he's ripped. Uh, that's all. I, I think yeah. I, I think I have some physical similarities, but yeah, just in general, as like, oh yeah, we are the same. Yeah, we don't live the same. We're very no. different. Yeah, your family is very different as a whole, but We're you you are very different than your siblings yes. and your parents. Yes. What about you? Same. Who are you most like? Um. Yeah, I this question doesn't work for us. I know my family's small too, so yeah, I don't have as many people. And to you and your sister to. are not really alike. Uh, you guys. No, you know what she said. Handle one things day, differently. She said, "If we weren't sisters, would we be friends?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she and like looked at me with this face, like, mm, which I think she was just trying to get my goat. But that's funny because I love my sister. Yeah, that's a super interesting. Uh, but we are very different, and I really do wonder if we would click and if we were not sisters. And I'm not really like my parents either. <clears throat> I, I mean, of course, I, I have traits of them. I think we thought about that in. Multiple different scenarios with our families. Yeah. Like, would would we be? Yeah, that is interesting. Because truthfully, I'm sure you listening right now, if you think about your siblings and stuff, like, would, would you be friends with your siblings if they weren't your siblings? You're like, like I'm probably not. Are you friends with your siblings and they are your siblings? Right. Yeah. I struggle with that one. Uh, no, I mean, my sister is my, my little, my sister's my best friend. She is your little best friend. I don't like whenever I say best friend, but yeah, I she's love, best friend number seven. I love, 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 Sorry. love my sister, but we are so different. Yeah, you guys are. She's like the punk rocky style, and I'm like the prep style. If you were to classify us by our um, cafeteria space, cafeteria space. Yeah, I heard somebody talking, like a therapist talking about that the other day. Like he can tell if what did he say? He can tell if a relationship's gonna work. Based on where each person sat at the in the Lunch cafeteria, table? yeah, like you know, usually the groups are grouped by like here's the jocks and here's like the mathletes and wow. here's the druggies and whatever. You, didn't, I mean, I know you went to a really big school, but huge school. Weren't you guys kind of sectioned off like that? Um, like I mean, like the filthy rich kids with heated driveways sat together, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> And elevators in their houses and maids and whatnot. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
I'm just saying. We sat at different cafeteria tables. Mm-hmm. Anyways. It's my, it's my turn. Deeper. What do you think... Wait, what do your friends think of me? My friends love you. Oh, so nice. Yeah, I think... I think you, uh, you know, you. One of the best traits about you is you genuinely listen to people, and you actually care about what they're saying. You're not just like a nod and smile type of person, unless you have been forever and you've been playing all of us, and no one knows. Yeah, but you you genuinely listen, and you're a good conversationalist, and you have good points to make, and I think that people value you being the opposite sex. I think. People, you know, really like to be around you. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Especially because lately I've been wondering if I'm good at showing people that I'm listening to them. Because, you know, obviously, like, with the kids and stuff, sometimes I'll catch myself later in the evening thinking about conversations and being, like, I'm not anxious, but thinking about my, like, did I respond to them or did I look at, did they know what I was thinking? You know, I did my face portray what i was thinking to them because sometimes i think maybe it doesn't because i'm hearing them and i'm processing it but then my face is like you know distracted right does that make sense sure but that's good good because you know if your friends hated me then i wouldn't have them over anymore so it's true that is the nice thing though about this stage is your friends are my friends like we have couple friends right you know what i mean it's not i know a lot of of couples still have the stage of like they the wife has her own friends and the husband has his own friends. Or you force it. Or, you're like, oh, because or you force it, yeah. My my wife like is really good friends with this girl, but like I'm going to hang out with the husband tonight and he's okay, but he's kind of a dud, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really have that. Well that or you still hung out with your high school pals, but like they're not married yet or they don't you know, we don't really have yeah. this like our friends are each other like couples right, now. Right, right. Which is nice. I mean we still have some of that. Yeah. But, but even, you know. Yeah. Whatever. My friends like you. I think. I don't know. I I would say that your friend I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a pretty misunderstood. My friends dude. tolerate you. I'm just yeah, kidding. for sure. I'm a pretty misunderstood dude, you know, like I, I, I don't expect that your friend group would be like, oh yeah, Chris is awesome. I think they would just be like, yeah, he seems like a good guy for you. <laughs> Wait, you mean like not our couple of friends? You mean like my old friends? Uh, probably most friends. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a little different. Like I've always been okay with being a little odd. I I say what's on my mind, even if it doesn't make sense. I think all of our girlfriends um, like you. Yeah, maybe, maybe I just I don't know. I I think it's good. Obviously, the way I treat you would reflect in people having respect for me at some level, mm-hmm. you know. But as far as like, if if you weren't around. I don't think I would be on the top of anyone's list to go hang out with. <laughs> like, yeah, invite Chris. True. He's so fun. <laughs> I don't think that's true because you always bring really good conversation and like deep conversation that I think most people crave to an extent. You know what I mean? And sometimes that conversation is hard to get into with 
your spouse without other people kind of bringing about certain topics that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise talked about. Well, I I would say, and back to that one thing, speaking of that, so something that does come easy to me that just rolls off my tongue is exhorting. Mm -hmm. Like just really like helping people, motivating people, seeing things in people, helping people turn screws Mm -hmm. type of thing. So when people are in that mood, usually they have to have like a drink in them. I'm like their best friend. I'll get them crying because I'll be like, I'll I'll be like, do you like your job? And they're like, yeah, it's okay. And I'm like, yeah, but like, do you really like your job? And then we like really, really get into it. You're good. You're a good coach. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're just not feeling that, if if you've had a long day and you're just looking to be surface level, do not hang out with me. You're not. Chris is not your guy. Not your guy. I, I have always known I'm the exhausting friend not because I'm like the energizer bunny but because I, I'll go as deep as you would like right these what these cards probably don't go deep enough for no, you. no not really but I mean we can take I'll them say, deep there's like, a lot we're of getting stack. a bit deep with this no, I particular mean, there's card. a ton of cards still here we're obviously not gonna go through how many more do we want to go 10 more minutes <clears throat> yeah we'll do 10 more minutes all right your turn icebreaker how about we take each card and we make all of them deep? You ready? I'll show, I'll show you how I can do it. <laughs> Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Apple TV, or Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, you're going to make this one deep. I will. Um, honestly, none of them because they're woke. <laughs> there you go. That's how we're going to go That's deep. That's how we're going to go deep. Yep. I would say... Pure Flex. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I guess Netflix. I guess Netflix. There's, there's still some stuff on there now, and I guess I liked how they responded to that one cuties shindig. It, Did they, you? They took it down, right? Well, yeah, and made how a big much deal. Did they lose? They, yeah, but they still took it down. I bet you all the other stuff people on just there. don't do it. So here's how we're gonna take this deep. This actually ties into something I was thinking about earlier. So, it's interesting. All of these services, all of these platforms are pushing all of this very anti-Christian, very radical, anti-family, woke, anti-family crazy stuff, right? And most of the stuff that's being pushed, it's not like, hey, let me just push this, but then it also smacks Christianity in the face. Like, ah, marriage, that's nothing, right? Boom. Man and man, woman and woman don't care, right? Or or even, you know, some of the shows that we've talked about that have just kind of like... Exploiting children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, there's so much stuff they're doing to almost smack Christianity in the face because there's this anger, right? And there's this attack on truth. And what's interesting, and I actually texted my guys this tonight. I was like, you know what's crazy? I was listening to the Ali Beth Stucky episode on... Uh, she had a lady on that was in the Mormon church and she left the Mormon church. Unveiling grace, I think. Unveiling grace, right? yeah. Here's what's interesting. Is I learned through what that lady was talking about that the Book of Mormon is extremely racist. It, over 28 times it mentions that dark skin is a curse. And I guess, you know, when you kind of dive into that, they... They thought like it was some descendants of Cain and blah, 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 right? So dark skin is a curse, they say. 
and you want to talk about racism and how everyone attacks Christianity and everyone attacks conservatism and all that stuff. Not that those are parallel, but the woke mob attacks that. And then you also talk about how the woke mob attacks men, right? While the Book of Mormon, literally, they're saying that men will be the highest form of gods, right? And they'll have multiple wives that they're just pimping around in heaven, okay? There's no attack on that false gospel Mm-mm. at all, right? So, like, when was the last time you saw, I mean, I guess Netflix did show something on, on the LDS and stuff like that. It showed, like, the terrible sexual stuff that was happening there. Yeah. But when was the last time you really saw but still nobody the angry came. woke mob like yeah. all of these platforms come at the Book of Mormon for being racist? What's I mean, they never even came after, from what I've seen, canceling Mormons, even though right. that documentary was, what was it? Um, oh, dude, that was crazy. The sister one. Pray, keep yeah, sweet, pray, and obey. Keep sweet, pray, and obey. Yeah. That's a crazy, crazy series. I know. And yet, nobody's out here canceling them or wanting to burn down Utah or not that I'm recommending any no. of those things, but like... Nobody's really up in arms about Mormonism. In fact, you see polygamy is on the rise, right. even outside of a faith of some sort. It's actually becoming like a thing. Like, oh, you do you. If you want to have a couple wives right. or a couple husbands or live in a, right. uh, what's it called? Um, Compound. No, no, no. Um, I've seen people talking about it lately, like a try relationship or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually becoming more mainstream one wife's enough you know what i'm saying right yeah so anyway i I just found that interesting i'm sitting here like wow like this actually says 28 times that dark skin is a curse that's like as racist as it gets basically they're insinuating that black people aren't in heaven like that's ridiculous right yeah and then all this crazy like totally way over the top like men are gods men are gods we are fallen terrible humans like anybody else right but again, a, the attack is only on real truth. Well, that's what I was just going to say. It's interesting that also you see all these celebrities. You were talking about Demi Lovato yesterday. Man, that's messed up too. All these celebrities, they only mock only mock Christianity. Jesus. They only mock Jesus. They don't mock Allah. Right. They only mock Christianity right. and the God of the Bible. And right. that's got to stand for something, right? Exactly. Like, it's because it's... It's truth. <laughs> exactly. There's no reason there's no reason for Satan and his demons to be mad at the fake gods, you know? Right. right. Man, you did take that we, card. I deep. told you I'm good at this. Yeah, all, right, all right, moving on. Nope, oh, it's my turn. Deep. What would you what would a family reunion look like for your family? Mm. <laughs> well Wow. I mean, we kinda had one yesterday. That's pretty much what it would look like. Well, that takes it deep. That takes it deep. Yeah. So my grandma passed away. Uh, she was a huge part of our life. She was, uh, she was, you know, how people are like, oh, your grandma passed away. And you assume they just kind of saw you on holidays. She was literally there for us our entire childhood. All the way up until we disconnected ourselves because our lives got busy, right? And we were still close to her. But, um... Yeah, so she passed away, and we actually had the funeral yesterday. 
That was really tough. It's kind of crazy. You know she's going to pass, but then when they actually do, super surreal. You're like, wow, actually, whoa. And today I was in the car, headed to Lowe's, and usually when I have like a second, I'm like, who, who should I call? Who should I call? And she always popped in my head. I couldn't call her, right? So like you you get those moments and you're like, man, I couldn't even call you if I wanted to. Uh, but she's with Jesus, and I'm really happy about that because I had a really amazing moment with her before she died where she was she basically like snapped out of dementia for a short period of time and just told me that she knew she'd see me in heaven and prayed with me and it was like the most amazing way amazing gift of closure anyone could get so yeah we had our family reunion yesterday ish (laughs) excuse me dang it (laughs) with all that being said um I took it deep. There you go. Well, you didn't answer the question. What is what is what does it look like for your family? Mm, we're very different. We're uh, so different. We're very different. We um, I don't know how to describe my family, but cold. Oh god, <gasps> I don't know. I like, love them. It's just artistic an, until the beer starts flowing. It's very um, yeah, very emotionless. Emotionless. Yes, that's yeah. what it is. It's cold. It's emotionless. It's yep. casual sh- service level talk. Casual. So, well, some jokes. We try not to step on each other's toes, right? Yeah. So yeah. we different religion. Uh, di- you know, it's like we're Christians. Some of them aren't. We are, you know, believers in conservative things uh, that we think built our country. They aren't in some capacity. So on different side of political spectrum, everything you can think of. It's like we almost disagree on nearly everything. everything. (laughs) Yeah. So everything has to be very surface level for a bit. And then, yeah, like Jonna said, they get a drink in them or two, and then it's like a little something, but uh, it's still very um, it's it's interesting. It's not what I ever expected, but I always knew that our family was a little different. Like my sister took off in her acting career when she was young, and that kind of was different for us. She yeah. was like traveling to New York and all this different stuff and she was very popular and uh like locally for a while and um you know she's she's been a part of some really cool things and i'm really proud of her talent and all those things but you know we missed out on a lot of time together and i don't think ever really like rekindled our relationship fully and yeah so there's a lot of uh a lot on my family's end mm-hmm. that's deep yeah, that's <laughs> deep that's deep Family reunion for us just looks like chaos. My side of the family. Just food and lots of overlapping conversations, pretty much. Nothing else too crazy. You don't want to take yours deeper? Nope. There's really not that. That's what it is. It's food yeah. and sh- table talk. Yeah, but everybody uh, talking uh, over uh, each other. And <coughs> dude. To take it deep for you. Oh, you're going to take it yeah. deep for me. I'm getting good at this, right? You have missed expectations when it comes to that stuff. Oh, yeah. For sure. I think you wish your family was more um, 
like talk, talked about more meaningful things yeah. that would like move the needle in everyone's life. And, uh, you know, I think there's no secret that a lot of people would maybe feel like in those instances, man, um, you can't just talk. You gotta, you, you, you gotta put some action to it. And, uh, I think that's something that probably resonates in your head when uh, when you're with your family. Mm-hmm. Deep. Yeah, you're trying to take that one deep. I I just was thinking about family reunion. Literally, is just no deep talk. It's just. I know, but 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 you want it to be because I want it to because be. deep talk does lead to thinking and seeds being planted and yeah. change and yeah. you know like everybody Shallow has ideas conversations and can honestly talk. exhausting. Oh, it's so walking exhausting. Walking on eggshells is exhausting. And I do feel mm-hmm. that with both sides. Yeah, both sides. For sure. Yeah. For sure. You got one more question in you. Deep. The deeper question. Yep. Last oh, dang, one. That was 11 minutes already? Yep. We are crazy. What is a moment you get nostalgic about and why? Ooh. Just one moment. <laughs> Man, I don't know. There's a lot. I don't. I, that's kind of. I don't know. There's certain smells Take or, deep. Make or me certain cry. certain smells or certain oh, dude. Yes. weather feelings. You know that really just or songs that just like instantly send you back to a feeling. I can't think of one specific one right You're now. You're gonna have to because that's what the cards ask you to do. I know, but but that's really hard. I don't know. You do it. Smells. I mean, yeah, smells and and sounds. The music, weather when it's seasons, just a certain yeah. smell outside, like when Definitely. it's cold, when the grass is wet. Yeah. I mean, you like get sent instantly back to certain sm- fires. Really send me back to like high school. Mm. Quickly, there's certain songs send you back. to, mm-hmm. you know? Can't think of the name of the song right now, but it literally instantly sends me back to my high school days. Which, speaking of, mm-hmm. so we're about to be in 2023, right? Yep. My mom brought over a big bag. She's going through her basement. She brought over a big bag of pictures from my mostly like my high school years, and right after, and taught. I mean, that was nostalgia. That was taking me back because I was looking through these albums that I remember making, but that I probably haven't seen in 10 years. And my life looks very different than when it did back then. But um, what was my point in that? Just, yeah, I mean, that that's in, that sent me back. That was weird. It's kind of hard because yeah. life just looks different. Those relationships look completely different. Most of those people are not in my life anymore. And um, well, They're based off of service level things. Yeah, I mean, think about it. When you're in school, especially I went to a very small school, my graduating class was only 98 people. So I was with those people day in and day out. And you kind of just, you, that's that's how you make friends. Like you don't know, especially back then, we didn't have the means we have now. So like your friends were just who you went to school with, which was great. And I'm not discrediting some of those people. I still think, you know, I'd still love and miss our friendship. But in a lot of ways, you that's just, you're forced to make friends with a very small, you have a very small pool to pull from. You know what I mean? Right. 
And so, yeah, I mean, a lot of those friendships were just based on fun, just based on partying together and stuff like that. Um, not all of them, but definitely it is. It's weird. It's, it's kind of hard to look through those pictures and see people I spent every single waking minute with and now to be just so far removed from their lives and to really like not be a part of it. It's, it's for some of those people, it's kind of hard. It's kind of weird. Sure. Makes sense. So I guess that's a very nostalgic, but the, Oh, that's what I was going to say is it's about to be 2023, mm-hmm. which means in three years we will be having our 20 year high school, 20 year high school. It's nasty. That doesn't even make sense. I still haven't even had one. I know, and that's weird because you went to a big school. I know. The presidents blew it. Well, I, I just, say. 20 years, like that doesn't, 20 years, that's longer than you're even in school. You know, I mean, I graduated high school at 17. I could have already done high school again. What? Or like all of school again. Yeah. Because you think about those first 17, 18 years feel like they take a long time. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy. It is. Hmm. Anyways, you? Nostalgia. I was thinking, uh, yeah, weather, right? So weather, a certain cold, a certain smell Mm -hmm. takes me back to high school. Mm -hmm. And my guy, Chad. Yeah. My best friend from high school was my best friend. Um, He and I would... uh, we were kind of in like the same phase. We were we were freshmen. We were coming into high school. We were both the same when it came like our demeanor was a bit the same. We we were like we were looking for like good good friendships, you know. And so we we both linked up and uh, we spent a lot of time together, just hanging out and playing video games and spending at each other's houses and stuff after football games and basketball games and whatnot. Um, and, uh, so whenever that weather comes around and that like smell and the sound or like even hearing, hearing like the band, you know, at, when you're leaving a football game and the stadium lights are on and, and you hear, mm-hmm. you hear the marching band type of thing in mm-hmm. the background, the drum line that, oh, yeah, that's in that the takes street. me back. Um, and, uh, unfortunately Chad, he, Passed away in a house fire oh, 10 years ago. Tomorrow, yeah. Tom- well, no, on the 7th. Well, yeah, but the right. house fire was New Year's the Eve. The house fire was New ago. Year's Eve, yes, 10 years ago. So, um, yeah, that was crazy. You know, you never think you're going to lose someone that close. Um, but that was surreal. And every once in a while, whenever those things happen, mm-hmm. it takes me back to Chad. Mm. So. That's crazy. I went deep on all three. You did it. I did it again and again. I went from a, a streaming platform card mm-hmm. to family reunion reunions, right? Reunions mm-hmm. to nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. If you listen to this and you learn so much, you can. First of all, actually. Real talk, if you liked this, oh no, I had it pulled up this whole time, Chris. This whole time, I had my notes pulled up, and now where are they at? 
You can talk while I'm looking, but I, I got nothing. I'm, <laughs> I'm so drained from going deep on all three of those too. I'm tired. Yeah, it's eleven. I gotta get up and play basketball. See now that's what I would do. There it is. Okay, so yeah. So look, we have this whole box of cards. If you enjoyed this casual, not really casual actually, it, it got pretty deep, but no actual topic. Yeah, the rhythm wasn't conversation. Much of a topic. If you enjoyed the style episode, text us and let us know. 513. Yeah, really, do that. 449-1798. 513-449-1798. Text us because, you know, we we like to plan our episodes. We like to have the clips for you and all these things we've been doing lately. But also, this is nice for us, too, to kind of just hop on and record something a little more. I don't want to say easy because our conversation was not easy. That some of those things were hard to talk about, but you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. Let us know if you liked this because we'll do some more for you. Thanks so much for listening to the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. If you have not already, make sure that you subscribe to the show and share and share. <laughs>